Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Will glass coffins be successful? Remains to be seen. Schmackamagob, and welcome to another Vieira Vault, and it's a great one this week. It's a great one every week. I got the great Lee Gerstman. Uh, he hit me up to do uh, the first Blois to Cult album, a review of it, on his show called The Lee Gerstman Show. And I said to him, hey, Lee, uh, let's make it a crossover, because I haven't talked about Blois to Cult yet. So we talk about the first album, then toward the end we talk about pretty much the discography, or what we both know of the discography, and it's great. But before we get into the crossover show, Vieira and the Lee Gerstmann show, here's something I haven't done in a while, because I'm lazy, I I never go check, And, and the other day I was like, let me go see if I get any iTunes reviews, it's been a long time since I've checked, and... Boy, sure enough, there are quite a few. And uh, here they are. This is the first one. I like this podcast from MatterCT.75. He says, this podcast makes me happy. Ralph talks good. He says words, and I listen to words and enjoy words. I recommend these words for all ear holes. So sit back, crack open a large jar of pickles, Shave some smoked salmon and spin the cap off your finest bottle of Thunderbird apple wine because it is time for the vault. Very informative and entertaining. Highly recommended. Matt W. I know who you are. That's Matt Willis Dick, right? Cool dude. I met him in Nashville. And uh, thank you, Matt. I really appreciate it, brother. All right. That was a great one, man. And boy, there ain't nothing I love more than large jars of pickles with shaved uh, salmon, smoked salmon, and 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 Thunderbird apple wine. <laughs> All right, next one is from somebody called Islam. E S A L M. Great podcast. Ralph Vieira is a great podcaster and does great shows on music and metal bands. And his vast knowledge of music. Well, thank you so much, Islam. That is a very nice review. And uh, thanks for the five stars. Same to you, Matt. And every uh, comment I got here got five stars. The next one is from Jimmy James 97 Yes, that must be Jimmy James Schwartz, right? Um, well, Jimmy spells his name J-I-M-M-Y. So I'm not sure if you, it is Jimmy James Schwartz. Maybe it's not. Um, he writes, consistently great, five stars, always informative and entertaining. Thank you so much, Jimmy James 97. 
I really appreciate it, and I agree. Uh, next one is from Tommy K. Tommy Key. Schmackamagob, five stars. You roll. Love the show. Thank you so much, and I love you, Tommy Key. That shit's awesome. The next one has the same headline. Schmackamagob, with five stars from Pimpin' Ho. Oh, that's a great name, Pimpin' Ho. Uh, an excellent show with awesome host and killer topics. Schmackamagob. Thank you so much. I try to do that, man, and I'm glad that a lot of people are appreciating uh, the killer topics and uh, me being an awesome host. I really thank you, Pimpin' Ho, and uh, what a great word. What a great name. All right, there's still more. This one's from Jim Rayer. Appreciate the Vieira Vault. Five stars. Love, Ralph Vieira. Love Raffier's reviews and insight into music. Thank you so much, Jim Rayer. That's very nice of you, brother. And and I love that you listened, and I love that you left an iTunes review. All right. Next one is from uh, We're Guy, or We're Guy 2020. Dr. Fuckus, Metal Royalty, five stars. Thanks for the Frank Marino. Wow, great podcast. I believe... I may have read that one. I think that's it. Uh, But maybe if I didn't, because I know the next one, definitely I did write. Uh, I did read from the great Muzzy. So thank you, man, and keep them coming, because now I'm going to stop being a lazy fuck, and I'm going to go on iTunes weekly, and I'm going to get my eye on iTunes like a hawk. So please leave a review, and keep those five stars coming, man. I really do appreciate it. So, uh, here we go. The crossover episode with Lee Gertzman on the Lee Gertzman Show. It's the Lee Gertzman Show meets the Vieira Vault. And uh, if you all don't know Lee, you all are really doing yourself a disservice. He's a wacky guy. Here we go. I am on my show. Some people will wonder what show. If anyone is listening to this episode, the person will have obviously known in advance which show this is. I'm pretty certain no one has come here by accident. The Vieira Vault Show! Ah, shit. Oh, well, I was going to say the Lee Gerstmann Show. Oh, shit. Um, You made me say it. Yeah, oh, never mind. But anyway... For this episode, I have a special guest with me, and he already mentioned... No, he didn't, but you heard his voice. And I know damn well my special guest did not arrive here by accident, or maybe I didn't arrive. Maybe I arrived here on accident, but I'm talking... What the fuck are you talking about, man? What the hell, dude? Yeah, I'm talking about Dr. Fogg or Ralph Sierra. Smack him a god there, Lee Gerstman. Hey, yeah, hello, doctor. I am quite happy you were going to be on this episode with me. Yeah, what's this? Like episode eight I've done on your show? Um, um, okay. Uh, you know, you haven't been t- doing the math? Uh, I, I, I do math, but not math. You do well, math? Yeah, but, well. Yeah, it sounds like math. Yeah, yeah. When, when I came home with my report card, my mom said, 
you're not doing well in math. I went, no, I'm not doing well in meth. And she went, oh, well, that's a good boy. Ah, yeah. Yeah. You know, that, but, that reminds me of what my mom said to me when I came yeah. home with my report card. I came home with my report card and my mama talking to me, trying to tell me how to live. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't listen to her because my head is like a sieve. Yeah. Ain't no, um, uh, um, yes, sir, no, sir, don't come close to my home, sweet home, can't catch no dose from a hot tail, poontang, sweet heart, swear who could make silk purse from a J. Paul getting his ear with her face in her beer. Wow. Home, sweet home. That's very impressive there. You really got all the words right on Last Child. I know what song that was. Yeah, stand down, sit down, don't do nothing. It ain't no good when boss man stuffing it down. Their throats for a paper, notes in their babies. Cry well, cities light their feet when you're rocking the street. You know, home, Leakersman, home. You know, I know that was the record. That wasn't you. That was cheating. Yeah, that was cheating. Do the hustle! I used to hustle out of there when my mom went, Lee, that isn't meth, that's math. And I went, oh shit, how many seconds will it take for me to leave the house? I don't know, I can't count. Well, it's a good thing you can't count. You know why? Why? Fuck if I know. Yeah, yeah, man. But why we... do you ask me these questions? Stop asking me questions. Okay, sorry. But anyway. You know yeah. We are going to be doing a review of an album. Yay! A very great album, Lee. Lee picked this one. I love this album. I yes. love it so much, I said, Lee, maybe I'm going to use this episode on my podcast, too. Yeah, it's, it's I'm called Lee Gersman's album, Yay! Album <laughs> Yay, that's yeah. right. It's also known as Blois to Colt's first album. Yes. And, yeah. Soft Belly, and, what is it? Yellow it's, soft belly. Um, well, I heard that they first put their um, tape to Columbia under the name Soft White Underbelly. That's it. Columbia rejected it. So then they put in the name Blue Oyster Cult, sent the same exact tape in, and got signed. <laughs> That's amazing. I did not know that story. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's badass, man. I love yeah. it. I love this band, Lee. I love Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, yeah. Um, I hadn't really heard their music. I heard of them by name, but I didn't really hear any of their songs until finally MTV played Burning For You. I mean, I might have heard Godzilla, but but I mean, I, I didn't love Burning For You, but, but they played it a lot, and I finally was saying, oh, okay, after about 10 years, I finally heard Bloister Cult. They're one of those bands where I'd ask people, what, are they, what do they sound like? And they just say, they sound good. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> they sound good, but what does that mean? The same thing with other groups like, um, like, like, well, other groups out there, um, I, I would ask, how do they sound? And they'd say, they sound good. Uh, and and I, like, like Elvis Costello, I'd ask how he sounded, and they said he sounds good, and I'm like, well, I don't know what that means, you know. Well, well, Lee, do you know of any band that you would want me to answer the question, like a band you never heard their music? Um, huh. 
I, I, I probably do. I, I'd say probably. Oh boy. Throw, um, out, throw out a name. Throw out a name. Death. It sounds good. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you got it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know how they sound, but at least now I know they sound good. Thank it you. It ain't nothing but ain't, not, ain't a thing but a chicken wing. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll go get their album, Chicken Wing. Yeah, Death, Chicken Wing. Yeah. Death, Death's Chicken Wing. I, yeah. I think that that was a good one. Now, 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 Lee. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna actually be serious for a second. I'm gonna turn you on to a really good band. Now okay. I know. I know the death you're asking for is the death metal band Chuck Schuldiner, Schuldiner um, which yeah. is great. I don't know if that will be up your alley, but check this out, Lee. There's another band called Death from the '70s. Oh, okay. That is so up your alley because it's early '70s. They never became big, yeah. and uh, they released these albums of this band called Death, like. Like not even ten years ago, from the seventy, and never been released till we released it now. And there's a documentary. They're all black guys. Okay. But they they got that garage, you know that shit you like, man. The garage okay, rock. Okay, great. I'll, I'll be so, totally into it. Yeah, I'll send you a link later. You know, so you don't get confused with the band death. Which, by the way, my favorite okay. my favorite from band death is leprosy. Thank you. All oh, right, okay. we're talking about blue. It's the cult. Yeah, man. And so. Um, I usually don't give people the courtesy of having them start first because I'm the host and I want to start. But if you want, this time we can go the first song, you start first, second song, me, if you want to do it that way. Dude, do your show the way you did your show. Don't be making me like look embarrassed here starting it all okay, off. Okay, I'm going to start it all off. Okay, I'll start trying. it. You're trying to make okay. me look bad. Okay, I'll start it all off. Thank you. And I hope the check clears when I send you the money. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. okay. You should check these nuts. Yeah, okay. Damn. <laughs> last time I checked, they were a little crunchy. But, oh, um, wow. And, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Transmaniac on MC. And what? to me... Oh, oh, we're ready to start. Oh, yeah, but let's tell the people. It's, oh. Yeah, maybe I should have started it. <laughs> okay, okay. Tell... We got we to tell the people what we're reviewing is the very first yeah. Lord's The Cult album. We did not that's, say that, Lee. I thought that that's what I said, but if I didn't, then I'm glad you you told me, because this is your show. No. This is the Vieira no. Vault, and I you... think... Thank yeah. you for letting me take it over. You didn't say it. And in case you did, I'm going to edit it out so it looks like you didn't say it. Okay. Well, either way, it's fine. Whether I'm dumb or whether I'm just edited out to look dumb, I'm still me. Okay. Am, you didn't get right. that. No, I didn't get it. Uh, check it out, right. Lee. Okay. I'll, I'll say a couple little things and I'll let you go into track one. Sure. I think this album is like a bridge between garage rock and early metal. Don't you think? I I really do. I hadn't heard anything quite like it back then. Right. And the album cover reminds me of, you know, that scene in Star Wars where they're trying to blow up this Death Star? Yeah. Yeah, man. This was before Star Wars. Yeah, I know, man. This, this band is... Uh, Quite unique. 
All right. Yeah. Take away. Take, tell right. me what you think of uh, track one. Yeah. Trans Maniacon MC. The music to this is really hot. It's one of the most fiery ways to open up a debut album. The words are a bit intense for my taste, but they refer to an intense situation. It reminds me of a more menacing Steppenwolf. This was kind of innovative for its time. I hadn't heard anything like this back then. They had the same kind of swagger as early Judas Priest, even though Blue Oyster Cult didn't sound like Judas Priest. It's a great opening track. Yep, and yeah, like you said, uh, you know, the situation, the, the thing the song's about is the Altamont, Altamont that yeah. free concert with uh, Rolling, Rolling Stones, Stones and yeah. Jefferson's Airplane, I think. But uh, yeah. at the time, um, you know, uh, this is what killed the hippie movement, you know? The, yeah. It was after Altamont that, you know, the whole peace, love and stuff, you know, because there was stabbings. Yeah. And it was the Hells Angels were were um, in charge of security, which was a big mistake. Yeah. And it's all been filmed. Even the killing is on yeah. film. But, uh, oh, I love this, dude. This, uh, this song was like, like you said, it's a great opener. It's a great way to represent Blois to Cult right off the bat with the first track. Like, this is what we're like. You know, and yeah. I'm really talking more like the black and white period, you know, because the first three albums are black and white. Um, but um, I love it, man. I think it's a great opening track, and I think it kicks ass. What do you think of I'm a Lamb, but I Ain't No Sheep? Oh, okay. I thought that you could start the next one. Well, you thought wrong, pal. Okay, okay. I'll start all of them. Uh, or or you can... No, maybe it. I'll start a couple. I don't know. I'll okay. see a in the ass. Thank you. <laughs> this is a great song to follow the first one. Some groups might make their second song a blah type of, of tune as they put the album together, but these guys know to keep the momentum going. It sounds more like a jam instead of a fully developed song, but that doesn't make it any less great. I really dig the group to it, and I could dance to it. Two thumbs up. Oh, if I could give it three thumbs up, I would. The song rules, man. It's a great, good mid-tempo, hard rocking, early proto-metal. And I don't know if you've noticed this, Lee, but on the next album, the song The Red and the Black is oh, yeah. uh, is an up-tempo of this song. It's slower in this version. But in The Red and the oh, Black, yeah. it's like really, really fast. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, well, they're ripping themselves off. But it, I found that kind of unique, yeah. how I've never seen a oh, band yeah. that took one of their riffs and then incorporated another song, like, so much faster. It was very unique. And I love that about oh, yeah. the song. Because I heard Red and the Black first. And yeah. then when I went back and listened to this one, I was like, wow, that's Red and the Black right there. It's, it's yeah. Identical. You know? And uh, it's a great, great second track. Again, uh Great way oh, yeah. to follow the first album, the first song. It's still got the same, yeah. you know, meaty hooks and hard yeah. rocking greatness. Yeah. And uh, three thumbs up. Four yeah. thumbs up. I'm putting both my toes up. Cool. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't sue themselves because they wanted to get those royalties. 
Yeah, I know, right? Gene yeah. Simmons is suing himself because maybe somehow both of them can get royalties. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, anyway. Am I am I in the mood to go into this next one or should you go first? Let me think um, about that. Um, Lee. Mm. Lee, why don't you take Then Comes right. the Last Days of May? Okay, Then Came the Last Days of May. Okay, this is a cool tune. The words describe a tragic situation, but the music is mellow enough where it works with the words, and this sounds like a slow blues jam. I could imagine Jimi Hendrix doing this song. I could hear his guitar work on it. I like it. It would be a good song to hear while soaking in a hot bathtub. Uh... (laughs) Yep. That's nice, Lee. Well, um, I don't know, Lee. I think this may be my favorite song on the album. Okay. And it's so mellow, you know? But I just love the sound of uh, uh, Buck Dharma's um, guitar solo and his guitar work on this song. It's so cool. And this song is actually based on a real story of uh, two friends of Buck Dharma's that was killed in a drug deal gone bad. Yeah. That that guitar tone is beautiful. And like I said, I I think this is my favorite song off the album. Yeah, it it has that kind of like, like, like sound like as if if you're waking up and you find yourself in the big desert, you'll hear this sound. This song is your soundtrack, kind of. Well, when you say that, say you, not me, because I don't think like you. Say when I wake up in the desert. Don't talk about me waking up in the desert, dude. All right. You you got that wrong. I wouldn't wake up in the desert to the song. Okay, I'll say instead when you, Lee, do that. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then I'll say, no, I'm not, Lee. Shut up. Well, yeah, that's a good idea. I like hearing yourself say shut up. Okay, but I'm, I'm, I I'm, just forgot what I said. So let's let's just forget. I Do forget what I forgot. Yeah. All right, yeah. Next one is Stairway to the Stars. Stairway to the Stars. Do I want to take this one first, Lee? I think you do. You're wrong. Ah, shit. All right. This track is a little bit more like a filler song to me. The guitar tone is really cool and the solo is pretty nice, but it's not quite as great as the first three songs, but it's not a bad song. But it's a little more basic blues in its structure than what I usually like in songs like these. Well, it's not a filler song, dude. Filler songs do not end up on greatest hits. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. So, you're wrong. Now. Oh. In in reality, you're not wrong. Because, you know, I don't care if it's on the greatest hits or not. If it sounds like a filler to me, it sounds like a filler to me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But but you're a different case. I don't allow you to call it filler. All right. Sorry. It's all right, Lee. I forgives you. All right. What do I think of it? Fuck. The song rules, dude. I love uh, Buck Darman's guitar solo, you know. He keeps it. Yeah, he does a few guitar solo, but that one where he keeps it short and says everything oh, it yeah. should say. Yeah. And, and the bass line in the song. 
It's Separdipius. Oh. I, I, don't, I don't know what I just said, but it's well, awesome. Separdipius yeah. sounds like awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a, it, I think that word really means strange, but, 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 but awesome strange. Like, oh, all right. That's cool. Well, Strawsome. Strawsome. This, this band is strange. Yeah. That's one thing about Blowers the Cold. It's hard to, you know, really pinpoint where they're going at. I mean, they talk about UFOs and Joan Crawford's grave and yeah. uh, some girl that's as beautiful as her foot. I mean, they're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're the kind of group where someone could write some weird note to their landlord saying, I'm going to leave my house because I'm tired of seeing purple Martians floating on my ceiling. And if Blue Oyster Cult found that note, they could write a song to it. Wow. You know, you Lee, know? This, is, this is the first time you said something that I actually understood it. Thank you. Thank you. Right on, Lee. Lee, let, 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 me, let me go back a little bit. Because you All said right. something earlier I wanted to say, but I forgot. You said that the first time uh, you uh, heard a Blue Oyster Cult was uh, burning for you on MTV. <clears throat> Um, on MTV, yeah. You mean to tell me all through the seventies, you never heard like "Don't Fear the Reaper" on the radio? No, I didn't listen to the radio a lot. I listened uh, sometimes, you know. Okay, because that's a staple, even way back yeah. then in the seventies, man. Like Godzilla and "Don't Fear the Reaper," the two songs they yeah. would always play on the radio. All right, Lee. I want you to take the next track before the All right. a recap. Yep, red cap. But I am not a red cap. Yep. I am not a big fan of this one either, but I do like the beginning and the closing part. They play it well, but it's a little too old timey jazz style in the middle, kind of like when Van Halen did Big Bad Bill with Sweet William now. But at least Blue Oyster Cult put in some cool guitar parts in it. Van Halen could have taken a hint there and tried that. It's not a bad song, and the words remind me sort of like the type of thing I might have experienced when I was younger and knew people who went to bars and did drugs and would do stuff like that. So the words are pretty cool, but I prefer heavier stuff from these guys. Well, Lee, uh, (coughs) what I think about this song is it combines blues, jazz, and rock. Yeah. And I'm with you, man. It's okay. I'm not a huge fan of this one. Uh, I love the break, that little break in the middle where the bass comes in. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, but I like that. I think I think the keyboard's a little kind of hokey, and it takes it down a few steps. I kind of like, eh, I didn't care. All right. Yeah. I'll take the next one, Screams. You ready? Uh-huh. I was kidding. You take it. All right. Well, this is like an eerie creature feature type of song. It's really cool. The trippy keyboards sound great on headphones, and it sounds like a carnival of horrors. I like this song. It's one of the better songs on the album. Well, just to recap that last thing you said about uh, Big Bad Bill and Sweet William now. Yeah. You know, I, I really like that song and what you said about it, you know, how they could have learned from Boys Call. It yeah. really hurts my little pussy-ass feelings. I don't like when people talk bad about songs I like. Wah, wah, wah. Well, it's All a right. good thing that you don't like it. So then that way I didn't hurt your feelings. No, you hurt my feelings because you said 
Fitback Will is Sweet William Down could have learned from that song that I don't think is that good. So therefore, my I feelings said, are hurt. Wah, wah, wah. No, no, I said they could learn Big Bad Bill from right now. These big ag eggs hurt. That's what I said. Oh fuck! I gotta rewind. I don't even know what that meant. Oh my bad. Well then, I'm I, I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings. All right, that's cool. They're okay. they're already cured. Um, okay, cool. All right, so you finished talking about screams. Yep. You know what I hear in this song is the Grateful Dead, and you know I I even hear huh. more of like I hear even hear more of a Jefferson Airplane influence on this song. I and, I oh go on. Uh, I, I, this would be my least favorite, Lee, off the album. I'm not yeah. really into psychedelic stuff unless it's the Beatles or Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, I mean, I hear what they say about the psychedelic, but I think it's only because it's the keyboard tone. I actually think that the song structure is more heavy and that they're just doing a weird keyboard sound, but I do think that it fits the album. That's me. Ah, okay. Now, the next title is really funny. It's called She's a Beauty. She's as beautiful as a foot. Yeah. Wow. Do you, do you know Do you know how they came up with that name? I sure don't. Well, the guy who wrote the words, he actually originally wrote it as he's as beautiful as a foot, and he wrote it for their first lead singer who he didn't like. And he oh. thought it would be funny if the guy sang he's as beautiful as a foot without knowing that it was written about him. And that's true. Wow. And there's a lot of people, <laughs> not, not, not me, but there's a lot of people who find offense to that because there's this weird thing, Lee. It's called foot fetish. You into that shit? Um, do you really want me to tell you? Yeah. Um, Sometimes there are videos on YouTube where women are trying to take off their slippers, but their slippers are glued on their feet. So they're striving and, oh, I can't get my slippers off. And and they're struggling. And I find that stuff to be kind of sexy. Hmm. Why am I not surprised? (laughs) I don't know. What do you think of this song, Lee? Oh, um... This is so whacked out, it's cool. The guy who wrote the lyrics, well, I already told you about that, but I think that's funny. This is a deep cut, but a great one. Yeah. You know what? My favorite line on this song is like, he bit into her face and it tasted like a fallen arch. <laughs> that's like, you know, whoa, man. It's like, it, makes, it makes no sense, but I dig it. And, yeah. And this is like this is like a moody dark tune. And yeah, yeah. it's a very deep track. <laughs> I think it's kind of like a dark horse-ish song on here. And oh, uh, yeah. I love it. I actually yeah. love it. Um, it's one of those songs that I would listen to if I were drunk. Yeah, yeah. And well, I drink even if I didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I, I uh, the next song is the one everybody knows. I mean, from back in the day, you didn't because you didn't even know hear any song till fucking burning for you. Yeah, but now I know it because I heard the album. Yeah, I know. But this is another yeah. song I forgot about. This one, it was this song, "Don't Fear the Reaper" and Godzilla that were played the most, and I still hear 
cities on flames with rock and roll on radio. Yeah. Well, I've been listening to radio about a year, but when I used to drive around, when I worked for the city in the city truck, I, this song would still come on now and then. Oh, so right, uh, it's kind of, a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a keeper. It's a, it, and I think it's the only song from the first three, four albums. Well, till agents that oh, was okay. played on the radio back then, I think, wow. okay. which is weird. But I, I, uh, I, I let can you only, take this. I can only trust you because I, I don't remember it. Trust me if you want to live. Um. Yes. Okay. <laughs> right on. What do you think of City on Friends right. Rock and Roll? All right. The music here is probably the closest to sounding like Black Sabbath, like on the song The Wizard a little bit. The words are kind of not so great, but the song is pretty good. It kind of loses its oomph as it goes on, but most of it I do like a lot. Well, Lee, here's something for you that you, I guess, didn't know and will be surprised. Yeah. The riff, the riff to the song was inspired by The Wizard by Black Sabbath. Wow. They heard that that song, and this is what inspired that riff. Hey, then, then that's cool. And... It's it's a it's a concert staple, as I said. I think it's so heavy and it drips of early seventies yeah. hard rock production because you know while it's so heavy and Sabbathy, it goes into let me babe, let me babe, rock and roll, and that reminds me of like seventies hard rock boogie woogie. You know oh, what I'm saying yeah, like Ram Jam. Ram Jam has a lot of songs like that on their first album, like boogie yeah. woogie rock and roll. Yeah, like City of Rock and Roll. City of Rock and Roll. Give me my vodka. Give me my vodka. That's a new song. Okay. That I hope nobody remembers. Do the hustle. Do the hustle. All right. All right, we're going to go to the next one. It's called Workshop of Telescopes. And uh, I'm going to let you take this one. All right, Workshop of Telescopes. This one was filler to me. I was able to listen to it, but it's really the least interesting song on the album. It sounds like they had to put something on the strange lyrics, so they went through the motions, but didn't really think about doing something memorable. Pure filler to me. All right, Lee, I got a question for you. Yeah. How many times have you listened to this? And when's the first time you heard the Four Explosives Cult album? I, I, I've heard this about maybe three times. Okay, so it's pretty much brand new to you. Um, yeah, and, and maybe one or two times I had to keep listening to some songs over again because I kept falling asleep. Well, I got to tell you, Lee, this song yeah. was what ever to me i thought it was like you know exactly what you're saying but yeah it's a grower man and now i think it's one of the standout tracks on the album i didn't think that when i first got this album didn't really care for it but then okay. as time has gone on i think it's one of the probably my third favorite on here okay That's and cool. uh and i love uh this song also because of the of the atmospheric cosmic cosmic storytelling in the lyrics yeah and and blizzard called does that a lot and yeah. i think this is where they 
first really came in. You know, they did it on Stairway to Stars, but that one was a little more upbeat. This one was like whatever. And uh, yeah. their greatest hits, Lee, is called Workshop of the Telescopes. Oh, well, yes. that's cool. I uh, guess that I, they decided to use the name because the title was good. So thank goodness they didn't put the song on there. Yeah, I don't know how many greatest hits they did. They have. Uh-huh. I don't know how many greatest hits they have, but I saw that at Best Buy years mm-hmm. and years ago. And I said, you know, I didn't have all the bluest calls back then. I was like, all right, I'm a casual fan. And you know, under the law, yeah. this, is, this is the law. You get arrested if you are not a casual fan and do not own a greatest hits. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, I've had, I had a greatest hits when I had Alice Cooper and I was, I guess, a casual fan because I didn't really have his other albums. But then I became a bigger fan when I got some of his other albums. So how about that? Well, great. The, the Alice Cooper Greatest Hits is the ultimate gateway yeah. to Alice Cooper because of the songs on there. You have like Desperado, Is It's It My like Body, Be My Love, One of the Best under my wheels. Greatest Hits yes. um, one, albums made. Exactly. One of the greatest representations of Alice Cooper. And it's perfect because it's the songs that, you know, go yeah. for the juggler right in your face. But if you really get into Alice, then you discover Halo of Fly, as oh, yeah. Dead Babies, and, you know, all those other. Weird yeah. songs back then that, that shit. If yeah. you already love like you know Muscle of Love and yeah you know, stuff like that, you're gonna get into shit like that. Alice Cooper rules, dude. Yeah, man. Hell yeah! Uh-huh. All right, uh, I talked about this song. Um, all right, one last track. I should go into it first because I haven't gone into a song yet. Sure, you can you know, redeem I, yourself. I don't feel like redeeming myself, and I see okay. what you did. I see what you did there, Lee, because the name is song. The name of the song is called Redeemed. Yeah, but I said redeem, not redeem, duh. So I didn't oh, do anything. Thank I'm you. Kidding. Thank you. Because for a second there, I thought you said something witty. I, I know now. I don't ever. <laughs> right on, Lee. All right. Take the last track, Lee. I thought you would. I thought so, too. What the hell? <laughs> okay. I guess I'm not t- taking any song first here. Okay. I, I don't feel like it. I'm on the rag. Okay. Okay. I'm. A, I'm. What do they call those? A hermaphrodite. I also got a pussy. Okay. I got some scrubber and some brushes. Yes, wanna, want 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 to get together and we can scrub it up, dub. You homo. Uh, uh, if that's referring to the brush I use, I I I. I I, 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 never mind. Yeah, All right. Nah, I, I'm just kidding. You're no homo because I got a vagina. You want a vagina. I mean, that's, that's, that's a man thing. That's not a homo thing. You should have corrected me, Lee. You're all man. Um, maybe too much. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, hell, wow. But, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lee too much. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not a fan of this one. A friend of theirs sold them the song and they arranged it and added their names in the song credits. It's okay as a sort of a singer-songwriter folky type of tune, but I don't think it's a good way to close the album. Maybe if it was the last song on side one, it might have been better, but really, I think it's not so hot. 
Well, Lee, I don't think I've ever agreed with you so much on any reviews we've done in the past. Yeah. Because uh, I'm with you on this. This is like a cross between psychedelic and country. Weird, weird. You know, for me, it's not a, yeah. a go-to track for me. But, you know, it's not really as bad as I'm making it out to me to be because yeah. it doesn't really suck. The solo saves it. But if yeah. I never hear the song again, I'll, I'll be cool with it. Yeah. Right on, man. That's our review of the first Floyd's to Cult album. Thank you, and I thank you for being on um, either of our shows. What, you let me go already? You don't want to chit-chat a little more? No, no, we, 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 we can. Um, um, do you like um, um, hard rice or soft? Soft. Definitely okay, soft. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lee, we are yeah. just talking about Blurs to Call. How many Blurs to Call albums are you familiar with? Well, um, by familiar, meaning I actually heard them. And, right. that, and that, that, that would be all the way... Uh, I, I won't include the live albums because I haven't heard them, but I, I have heard all of the studio stuff up to and including Club Ninja. Yeah, and that's pretty... No, they did a couple more after that. They have a new yeah. one coming out. First time in, I think, 20 years or so. But I haven't... But but I kind of hadn't been able to either find or, or get the mood to get past Club Ninja just because that well, one kind of... kind of terrible. Was, was kind of like after you walk for a while on the desert, you kind of need some water. And I didn't seem to get the water with that album. Kind there of like you go, that. talking about me in the desert again. Oh, all right. Uh, well, I'm talking about, all right, well, I mean me. Me, Lee. Yeah. All right, yeah. so out of all those albums, Lee, what would you consider their best one? I liked Tyranny and Mutation. Mm, great one. But, but I would say this one is probably close to my second favorite. Right on. You know, my favorite is the one after Tyranny. Oh, okay. Secret that's, Treaties. That's the one that a lot of people seem to like. I love that one. That one doesn't have a bum track on it. Tyranny, I think, does. I mean, yeah. it's just my opinion. But I, right. love them all. I love all the black and white era. Agent of Fortune was kind oh, yeah. of a... It had great songs. Vamp, uh, uh, what is it? Tattoo Vampire is awesome. Don't Fear the Reaper I love. I still love. Yeah. And, uh, what is that other one? Um, gold is it Golden Age of Leather on that one, or am I thinking of? Uh, I uh, I'm thinking I, of Spectres, ain't I? Probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of I kind of remember that being on there. I think. ETI is on there. Extraterrestrial intelligence. Oh yeah. Oh okay. That, yeah. That one's a good. The rest of it, yeah, wasn't really. Uh, you know, I like Spectres. Yeah. Spectres is the one because I'm looking at it now. That's one with the Golden Age of Leather, Godzilla, um, Are You Ready yeah. to Rock. There's some great stuff on there. I know. think I kind of liked Agents of Fortune, you know, yeah, what I remember. Bad. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. bad. Mirrors is a weird one. Mirrors is kind of, uh, it's, you know, a little polarizing. A lot of people don't like it. I dig it, man. I think it's a really cool album. I love Dr. Music. I love Mirror. and. Uh, what I remember of it is that some of the songs sounded like like odd and other songs I just I don't even remember. 
Yeah, it's really kind of a no uh, incohesive album, but I dig yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. How, and then there was Cultosaurus Erectus. You remember yeah, that I, one? I, 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 I heard it. I don't remember it. You know, all I yeah. remember is the the songs were jaw gaping, like the the cover. But but jaw gaping because oh my god, I can't even remember these tunes. That reminds me when your, your ex girlfriend was here the last time. I I gaped her jaw. Ah oh, man, damn it! Yeah, you're supposed to congratulate me. Well, I, I yeah, I'm not supposed to. She but... said you never gaped her jaw, so I did it for you, dude. Man, no, no, no wonder all of the girlfriends that I've had recently have have dislocated mouths. Yeah, yeah, because they all been here. Damn, one by one, and I'm like, you know, uh, I always say to them, I really dig you, baby, but you know, you got to go once Lee breaks up with the next one. Oh shit! Right on. Well, I dig this album. I actually bought this is the first Blizzard Calls album I bought when it was new. Cool. I dug uh, Divine Wind. Uh, Black Blade is really cool on here. I love the Marshall Plant, Lips on the Hill. But again, a very strange, peculiar yeah. album. Then we go to the next one, uh, Fire of Unknown Origins. You remember that one, Lee? Yeah, I remember that one. And that one I do like. Right, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't like all of it, but I do like the song Joan Crawford. I do like yeah. the next song. I forget the name of it. And I do like a couple of others. And I don't hate it. But Burning For You is on it. I do remember that. Yeah. I, I This would be my second favorite after uh, Secret Treaties. Um, okay. I saw, I saw this tour at the Hollywood Sportatorium. Opening act was Foghat. Wow. And what was really cool about that, Lee, was MTV was there. And they filmed wow. both shows you can see the complete show of Foghat and the complete show of Blue Is the Call, I believe, on wow. YouTube. If not, wow. like selected tracks. But I have both complete oh, shows. Wow. Was MTV it good? Was there. Oh, man, it was so fucking good. Foghat kicked ass with Lonesome Dave, you know? Oh, yeah. That was some good shit. But, yeah, this album was kind of special to me. Um, you yeah. Know, it, was, uh, it was very popular at the time. This is probably their most popular album. I think. Wow. Maybe yeah. more popular than Agents. I, I'm maybe wrong what sold more, but yeah. I know in 1981, this album was everywhere. Everybody was, I remember hearing people cranking Veteran or the Psychic Wolves yeah. and, you know, After Dark and, you know, Don't Turn Your Back. I remember hearing those songs on the radio and the title track, Burning For You. I love that song, man. It's got a great hook, great. Okay. It's got, it's got hooks. I dig it. But uh, then yeah. from there, uh, they they released an album called The Revolution by Night. Did you hear that one? I don't remember that at all. I, I don't remember the rest of them. So so I, I will say that it it probably had something that I liked on it. Well, but some it, of these I've only heard once. It's a very spotty album. But what's weird about this spotty album, it has my all-time favorite Blue to Cult song on it. Oh, uh, the song that opens the album called "Take Me Away," which is like "Burning for You," but better. If I don't know, okay, uh, it's I, got that little tiny riff that you know can't can't that the "Burn for You," but it, they they used it in a way that's just it's just amazing, and the video is really amazing too. 
because the video is as weird as their songs. You you see veins coming out of some guy's neck while he's eating popcorn and and, and, uh, aliens and all this crazy shit. And who co-wrote that song was Aldo Nova. Huh. You know Aldo Nova, right? Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Then after that is, yeah, a really clusterfuck that pretty much killed them, which was uh, Club Ninja. Yeah. Oh, boy. And then after that, I haven't heard the others. So you can talk about them, but all I can say is, okay, because I haven't heard them. Well, Imaginos was more of a... I mean, they really did astronomy. Um, It's it's better than Club Ninja, but, you know, it's not something that, you know, you write home about. But um, then I I think that... I'm I'm searching Wikipedia. Uh I think they had something after that. Didn't they have, like, this album called... uh, Like, something like The Curse of the Black Mirror or something? Heaven forbid, that's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, I think they have another. Yeah, Curse of the Black Mirror, I think, comes out there. Heaven forbid is. Bad. Oh, I've heard of that. That yeah. had a really weird, twisted face on it. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. That one is, uh, I think, the best one they've done since uh, Revolution uh, by Night, I think okay. it's called. And yeah, that Black Mirror, I don't, I don't think I'm aware of that one. You know, uh, yeah, Curse it's the Black like, Mirror. Yeah, that's I their was, last album. Yeah, I was trying to find these, you know, some of their later albums, and it was hard to find them on, on playlists, so that's why I didn't hear them. Yeah, I don't remember how good that album was. I got to look into it. I don't think I've ever heard it. I'll, I'll have to hear the other ones past Club Ninjas, so then that way I can say that I've heard all of their studio work. Yeah, and uh, that is their last studio album, 2001. So now they're coming out with a new album. Uh, well, they're working on it. I don't know. If it doesn't come out this year, then it'll be next year, which will be 20 years since The Curse of the Hidden Mirror. Yeah, man. Well, Lee, this has been groovy, dude. I really yeah, enjoyed right it. You know, you know how much I love you, man. You know how much I love being on the Lee Gerstman show. And Lee, and do you, you have- know how much I like being on the Vera Vault. Yeah, fuck yeah, the Vieira Vault. And yeah, uh, um, is there anything you'd like to plug before you go? Cause, uh, yeah, I'd like Vieira to Vault. plug. Oh, yeah, I'd like to plug the Vieira Vault, but I'd All also right. like to plug the Lee Gersman Show. That's right. Lee, tell everybody how they can find the Lee Gersman Show. I'm on Spreaker, and you can also find me on Spotify. I'm also on iTunes and also on other platforms because when I'm on Spreaker, it sort of automatically puts the podcasts in different platforms. <coughs> yeah. God damn, that was a long fucking plug. Yeah. Well, well, hey, it takes when I'm in the bathroom and I go, ah, later they go in and they say, damn it. That was a long fucking plug. <laughs> you rule, Lee. Yeah, man. Thank you. Right on, brother. So, uh, again, thank you for having me on the Lee Gersman Show. And thank your one listener listen Now, thanks, buddy. And, yeah, uh, man. And, and uh, thank you, Lee. Hey, man.
you you're right on. Right on, brother. I will talk to you later, brother. All right. Take care. The great Lee Gerstman. That was awesome. Always oh, awesome. I want him back on the show. Anytime he asks me on his show, I might I, I might just do a crossover unless uh I really suck on that show. <laughs> but I never suck on that show. We've had a lot of good shows on there and check it out. Check out the Lee Gerstman show. All right, now you know what time it is. Follow me. All right, we're inside the Vieira Vault. And as always, I play you something rare most of the time. And uh, this one's no exception. I touched upon this during this episode, talking about when I saw Blue Oyster Cult at the Hollywood Sportatorium in 1981, and MTV was there and filmed it. Well, I'm going to play a song off it, and it's a song off the album we discussed. The first Blue Oyster Cult album. It's uh, the one that most people know off this album. This is Blois the Cult with City on Flame with Rock and Roll.
with rock and roll at the Hollywood Sportatorium 1981. I was there. Again, thank you everybody for listening. We come to the end of another Vieira Vault. Got more episodes coming. They're coming. And some great ones. And uh, again, I gotta stress, thank you everybody that's shared. Thank you for all those iTunes reviews that I read uh, at the beginning of the show. And please let them keep on coming and I'll keep reading them because now, you know, I'm not going to be lazy anymore. I'll be checking the iTunes for new reviews, and I will read yours if you leave me a review. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. Till next week, do the hustle! <laughs>